Welcome back to the Innovation Engine Podcast. On this special episode of the podcast, we're honored to be talking to the brains behind one of the winners of this year's 1776 Challenge Cup. 1776 is a startup incubator headquartered in D.C. with offshoots around the country, and they recently held their annual startup competition, the Challenge Cup, at Anthem, the freshly opened music venue on the wharf in Southeast D.C., We'll talk about one founder's successful entrepreneurship journey, how an app called Airside Mobile can help you breeze through customs, and much more. Joining us in studio here in Fairfax is Hans Miller, the CEO of Airside Mobile. Airside Mobile works with leaders in the travel industry to create innovative mobile apps that make travel faster, easier, and more efficient. Airside Mobile's collaborations with U.S. Customs and Border Protection HMS Host, MasterCard, and others have generated numerous awards and international press coverage from outlets like Wired, The Wall Street Journal, USA Today, Huffington Post, CNN, and many others. Joining us as well today to co-host and ask Hans some questions is one of my partners in crime, who also happens to be a client partner at Three Pillar, Jesse Viscano. Jesse works with a number of companies in the software and security space to help them bring innovative, revenue-generating digital products to market. Hans and Jesse, welcome to the studio and to the podcast. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. Absolutely. So first off, congratulations on winning the fan favorite award at the Challenge Cup last week. How did you get involved in the competition and what was that experience like? <laughs> well, we were part of the 1776 Crystal City campus for uh, roughly two years. And when we originally uh, applied to be part of the Challenge Cup, it was back before we had raised our, our big round. And uh, we were still pretty pretty tiny. We were about three full-time people. And it seemed like a great opportunity to get some more exposure and uh, generate some great buzz about mobile passport. Okay, nice. And you, you mentioned the big round. What uh, what was the big round? So we raised the Series A in uh, late September of 2017, about a $6 million round. And that really allowed us to finally build a team, uh, which was much needed because at that point we already had two and a half million members and we're 25 locations. And that was a lot for three full-time people to, uh, to try to manage. Sure. Definitely. So from from what I hear, you were handed on stage an actual physical big check. Is that the first time you've experienced that? You get the, the uh, uh, I guess, not the physical big check, but the, the big check in the form of the VC funding. But <laughs> was, for, first, really, first physical big check? It was fun to get the big check. You know, we, you, we always see that. It's part of the tech culture, right? To get those big checks and awards. It was really fun to be part of that. Um, although we did take it over to FO75 and they would not cash it. We were very disappointed. <laughs> so we're going to have to go back and uh, and bring actual cash to get our FO. <laughs> nice. Okay, so let's talk about Airside Mobile. Because this isn't just some idea floating around that you're hoping to come to fruition someday. You guys have an app available for iOS and Android. Can you tell us a little bit about what that does? Sure. Mobile Passport is a free app that helps you go through U.S. Customs uh, very quickly and very efficiently. The way it works is you download the app from from either uh, iOS or Android. Uh, It's free. You scan in your passport. And then when you take a trip internationally and you're returning to the United States, as soon as you land, you select uh, your own passport and any family member's passports who might be traveling with you. You answer five questions about any items you might have to declare. 
and then you hit send as soon as the wheels touch down in the U.S. Within five seconds, you get an encrypted receipt that looks a lot like a mobile boarding pass. And with that receipt, you can go to a mobile passport express line that will lead you directly to a CBP officer. Much like you do with a mobile boarding pass, you'll scan your receipt, you'll show your photo, and you're done. And the whole process takes uh, officially, according to CBP, 17 seconds on average, which is about five times faster than going through the normal process. And so like most entrepreneurs, I imagine your journey started when you identified a problem. Was the idea for Airside Mobile hatched during your stint at the TSA, or did it come about somewhere else along the way? Uh, Yes. So uh, my co-founder, Adam Sow, and I had worked together, uh, along with some other great people at TSA, on developing the U.S. standard for the mobile boarding pass and then coordinating with the industry to get that rolled out across the country. And if anyone's ever used that, you know that it's a a great convenience instead of having to stop at a kiosk or print something out at home. So when that timing of the mobile boarding pass uh, coincided with the launch of the iPhone in 2007, and we thought, hey, this is a great opportunity. Look at all the other lines that there are in the travel world. Uh, If we can tackle this with with a mobile warning pass, what else can we do with the phone? And so that really set us on our, our, our journey. And uh, it was 2000, December of 2012 when we had the idea for Mobile Passport. And we, uh, we approached uh, Airport Council International of North America and U.S. Customs and Border Protection with the idea. And we were fortunate enough to get a really great reception from them. So how do you guys set yourselves apart from some of the other identity projects and products that are out there right now? Well, I think in terms of going through customs, the one that everyone's familiar with is is global entry, and that's a great program. The The challenge with global entry is that you need to apply, you need to schedule an interview, you need to make a separate trip to wherever the interview location is, fill out a background check, submit your fingerprints, wait for all that to be processed, pay $100, and then you're ready to go. And that's terrific if you're a extremely high-volume traveler. For everybody else uh, that travels internationally, you know, one, two, three times a year, or even folks who have global entry but are looking for a alternative when that line gets long, you know, we offer something that's free, it's instant, it's very easy, and so that's the main you know, difference between us and say global entry that's out there. So so far, over three million people have used the mobile passport. Um, how large do you think the market is for this product? And is there a number you're looking for to get to as far as install base or active monthly users or anything along those lines? So we think that any U.S. or Canadian citizen that's coming to the United States should should just have this on their phone regardless. Uh, there's really no downside to having it. There's no downside to trying it. All the information goes to CVP, and, and they're going to process you just as they would if you went through a normal process, only it's going to be a lot faster for you. So we would say that the you know the total number of people uh, out there, there's about 100 million people that arrive at U.S. airports internationally every year. We think that mobile passport's a great way for all of those people to, to take it on. You know, looking beyond that, could we expand to, to land crossings and, and arriving by cruise ship? Absolutely. Um, that's something we're looking forward to. I think realistically in the short term, when we look at mobile boarding passes, we find that between 30 and 40% of travelers in the United States make use of mobile boarding passes. We think a similar percentage would be a, a relevant number for us to see with mobile passport as well. And and mobile passport doesn't necessarily, it doesn't take the place of your passport, right? You still need to travel 
You have to travel with, correct? That's right. You still okay. need to carry your physical passport. The big difference is that the work of processing your paper passport and your declaration form is already being done on your phone. You can actually set all that up while you're still sitting in your airline seat. So the work that the officer has to do is is cut by about 80%. And so let, let me ask about some of the other areas beyond travel where you see this being applicable. Financial services is one of the uh, industries you mentioned on the, on the website. Where else do you see this coming into play? I know you mentioned land crossings and cruise ships and things along those lines. Uh, other areas, though, where you think where a digital identity could really, um, or where you think your your product or something like it could could help ease things. Obviously, digital identities are super hot topic with blockchain and and folks trying to do optical recognition and things of that nature. So when we look at uh, travel, for example, there are other lines when you're waiting to check into a hotel. Why do you have to stop at a front desk? Usually it's because they want to check your ID. A lot of hotel chains are already experimenting with mobile check-in. We can make that process more robust and and extend it to areas where uh, you'll no longer need to physically handle a passport. Same thing for boarding an aircraft or boarding a cruise ship or checking a bag. Really anywhere where you need to check an ID. Part of what we're doing with our platform is we've created a, a very, very secure way to allow passengers or travelers to store their information and share it in a way that we can't see it. We don't have the keys to that data. It's all encrypted on our on our platform. The only people who have the keys are the actual travelers themselves. As a result, when you start looking at things in finance, such as know your customer or anti-money laundering applications, the potential to take this platform and apply it into those areas is extremely high. And uh, we're really excited about the idea that someday you'll be able to rely on on your mobile passport account and facial recognition as as your ID across uh, almost any ID transaction whether it's you know buying a case of beer or checking into a hotel or opening a bank account okay yeah, cool that's exciting so i think you know digital identity is absolutely a a hot topic and security continues to be, uh, especially as we we see so much happening within the cyber security world, is it, it continues to be a hot topic um, for consumers and uh, businesses alike. I'm really curious to hear a little bit about uh, your perspective as far as where you see digital identity going and really what's next for Airside Mobile. I think for us, what's you know what's we're really excited about is bringing online new use cases. Um, we're working with a couple other government agencies right now to do something similar to what we did for mobile passport in other areas, whether that's the TSA identity check area, for example, uh, some of the airlines looking at bag check, uh, even some non-travel government agencies that are looking for a better way of managing identity checks. So we're really excited about that. Uh, I think that the more people experience mobile passport and had the experience of zipping through customs with, with very little hassle, the more comfort people are going to have with the idea of digital identity, both our applications and, and others. And I think that this is something that's going to happen in the same way that credit cards uh, took off and, and now phones are, you know, look at the Starbucks payment app and Apple Pay and whatnot. I think that digital ID is going to follow in the footsteps of digital payment. 
And so just out of curiosity, your team went from three to how, how large now? So we have uh, 12 employees here in the U.S., and we also work very, very closely with a group called Mohemian, uh, which is a, a group out of Innsbruck, Austria, and they've been instrumental uh, to building uh, the Airside platform as well. So uh, really, we're, we're taking on a global look and starting to talk to various agencies in the EU as well, and uh, we're really excited. Nice. And you mentioned before we got started that there would have been a laundry list of people and partners to to thank if uh, you had been given an unlimited time on the Oscar <laughs> stage. And and we all know that uh, that behind every successful business there are many many people that uh, that that enable that. So who who would some of those folks be? I mean, first of all, I think we I really want to point out that uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection has has been incredibly open and innovative and welcome to to trying new things. And a lot of people, I think, give Homeland Security a bad rap when it comes to technology. But uh, I think we've seen that CBP is, has been phenomenal about opening their eyes and looking for creative ways to addressing solutions. And I really want to salute uh, John Wagner, Dan Tensier, and his team over at CBP for doing that. Second of all, I think the industry, the, the airport and airline industry, has been incredibly supportive. We've gotten great support from Airport Council uh, International North America, United American Delta, Southwest, JetBlue, all the major airlines have really gone out of their way to raise awareness of mobile passport. And that's been incredibly helpful. So we're very, very grateful to be part of an industry that is willing to work together to solve a problem. And then lastly, I think, you know, here in the DC tech world, you know, the efforts of, of AOL Fishbowl, of, of Virginia CIT, of 1776, of Accelerate DC. It's, again, this collaborative approach across different state, government, corporate organizations trying to make uh, the D.C. tech scene a, a more robust and, and more well-known environment. I think it's super important for the region. Yeah. Well, if you happen to be listening to this while you're on overseas travel, uh, rush to the iOS App Store or the Google Play Store and download should they look for Airside Mobile? Mo- mobile Passport. Mobile Passport. Uh, or go online and search mobilepassport.us and uh, you'll get the download links there and answers to your questions. Yes, absolutely. Save yourself some time when you come back through customs. I think that's a, a pain we can all relate to for anybody who's traveled internationally. So uh, as a uh, Challenge Cup winner and a local entrepreneur, what advice would you give to other folks who are either looking to get started or have a, a budding business that they're looking to uh, to grow? I think one, having a really great co-founder or set of co-founders is really critical. Uh, I think the second thing is is just being mentally tough. It takes a long time. I mean, very few of these startups uh, are overnight successes, so to speak. And and being able to stick it out and endure is pretty pretty important. Okay, nice. Well, Hans, great. thanks so much for coming in. Jesse, Thank th- you. thanks for sitting Thank in. Thanks for making the apps. Well, thanks to Three Pillar for sponsoring the Challenge Cup, and we're really excited to have been uh, selected as a winner. Absolutely. It's our pleasure. The Innovation Engine Podcast is brought to you by Three Pillar Global, a product lifecycle management and software development company based in Fairfax, Virginia. Head to www.3pillarglobal.com to learn more about our services. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and Spotify, and we post extensive show notes for each episode on the Three Pillar website at threepillarglobal.com slash podcast. That's three with the number three. 
Don't forget, we also have an iOS app for the Innovation Engine. Search for the Innovation Engine on the App Store from your iOS devices. Last but not least, we're always striving to improve here on the Innovation Engine podcast, and we get asked often, who listens to it? We can see from our analytics that a pretty healthy number of you do listen, but raw download numbers don't do much to help us learn who out there is listening, what your day-to-day jobs are like, and what kinds of topics or which specific guests you might like to hear from. So if you'd like to help make the Innovation Engine a little bit better, please take a few short minutes out of your day and shoot me a quick email with some of that information. Will.Sherlin at 3PillarGlobal.com is my email address. Also, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn and message me there. Thanks as always for listening, and we'll see you next time.